So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. He's a renowned actor, best known for his role as neighbor Chuck Larrabee on the long-running comedy Last Man Standing, opposite Tim Allen. Tim Allen, boy, I got to talk about him. The series is moving from ABC to Fox this fall and premiered to great ratings, which we will talk about. He began his acting career by studying theater at Carnegie Mellon University and went on to appear as Henry Walker on NBC's American Dreams as Dr. Daniel Goodman on Bones. He has also made notable recurring appearances on Women's Murder Club, Revenge, Castle, Dallas, 24, and Hellcats. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Jonathan Adams. Hey, how you doing? Come on, Jonathan. You, you know I don't sound like that, man. How you just going to just blow up with that great voice? You know, <laughs> I'm over here with just a little scratchy, trying to get by voice. Hey, oh, how wow. you doing? How you doing there, sir? <laughs> I'm very good, very good. Well, I, I, first of all, thank you for coming on my show. Thank you for being the uh, an entrepreneur. A, a, a guy who has had a career and is having a career. And also, congratulations on the amazingly high ratings for the series uh, that you started on with Last Man Standing with Tim Allen. I know, right? I mean, that was so good. I, I mean, I just really, really appreciate the fans of this show. I'm just... I'm just over the moon. It was really good. I'm well, really you know, happy. Th- that's why you know you you, you something <clears throat> good, something bad shocks you, and then you get picked up. Let me just tell you, everybody, what's happening with Last Man Standing. Uh, for six years, it was on ABC. Okay, mm-hmm. it debated this. It debated its seventh season on Fox Friday night. Friday night now, with the Tim Allen led sitcom rocketing past its previous season high numbers on ABC. Okay, ABC mm-hmm. said we done with it. Last Man Standing averaged 1.8 ratings in adults, which is a key demo, 18 to 49, and 8 million viewers. And at 8 p.m., by comparison, check this out. The season six premiere on ABC drew a 1.1 rating and 6 million viewers. While the season as a whole, a 1.2 rating and 6.4 million viewers. In fact, the last time the series drew over 8 million viewers was back in season four. And the last time it drew a 1.8 rating, the better was in season two. It did both of those this past Friday. Hallelujah. Come on now. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you something, Jonathan. I know how to put the show together, brother. I'm not going <laughs> to just bring you on this show and not have my facts. <laughs> I'm telling you, because, man. You because got you, it, man. You, you, you talk it's too right clear. There. You talk too clear. If you dog me out, everybody going to understand what you said about me. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. I'm telling you. Those numbers, numbers don't lie, brother. That's all I got to say. And it was the most watched comedy on any night in nearly seven years on Fox, exceeded uh-huh. NFL nights, and was by far the top-rated comedy show on a Friday night. 
congratulations, sir. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm I'm really happy to be a part of it. Well, and, you know. Well, how did you become a part of it? Let's let's talk about you know. I, I read earlier about how you got started. Here's the deal about me. I, I got started in stand-up comedy, but my degree is mm-hmm. in mathematics. Okay, but you, this is something you wanted to do, correct? Act. Dude, you you sound like someone after my own heart. I never met you. Mm-hmm. You had your degree in mathematics. Mm-hmm. Math was my favorite subject in go. school. Mm-hmm. I nearly, nearly like was a math major. Mm-hmm. Loved calculus. Calculus Ooh. was my favorite thing mm-hmm. in the world when mm-hmm. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, loved it, and. Uh, I just got into acting just, you know, through side sideways. Right. And I got into this show kind of sideways right. because um I uh auditioned for a guest star in season 2 and uh that guest star they kept asking me back. Mhm. And then they asked me back for again in season 3 and then in season 4 they asked me to be a regular on the show. Which, by the way, was one of the seasons you mentioned with one of the best ratings. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. Oh, no, 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 um, no, no, no. You want money making conversation. You the star. Okay. I don't care about my boy Tim Allen. Who, who I know Tim Allen because when I was doing New Orleans punch punchline, he was the headliner. Right. And, uh, that's when I met Tim Allen way back then, and it, and we performed the worst week that you could perform in New Orleans to do stand up comedy, Mardi Gras week. Oh, wow. I'm Why busy. is that the worst week? Because nobody's there. They're out there they're in the streets they're, getting drunk. They're in the streets they're getting out drunk. They're partying. Partying, <laughs> brother. You do not pay to hear somebody tell jokes when you can hear those same jokes free in the streets, okay? <laughs> and so, All right. So right Tim on. and I go way back, and I and, and I, I know his career. I follow his career, and I feel, feel that he gave me excellent advice about being myself. Mm-hmm. When I was out there trying to be a middle act, when he was the headlining act, right, so I right, know right. being around him has given you tremendous career advice. Tim Hallen has, correct? Absolutely. You know, Tim. Yeah, he really has. He's given me great advice in terms of my career, but he also has, uh, you know, kind of opened up my eyes and, and you know how you know comedy works and how the you know the business of comedy works. Mm-hmm. We get to I get to work with not only Tim Allen but you know Jay Leno occasionally who is also a comedy legend, mm-hmm. and it's just like, it's like a dream sitting there with, um, you know, him and Hector Elizondo and Jay Leno. I get to have scenes with those guys, like, all the time, and these dudes are total legends, and I'm just sitting there soaking it. I'm, I mean, I'm not young, but I'm just soaking it all up and, like, trying to, trying to glean whatever I can from these guys. Well, the, the thing about it is that, because when you look at the show, you do see prominent resumes, acting resumes mm-hmm. on the screen, you know. Absolutely. And that's that's what I love about it. But also I love the fact that it's a it's the, it, there's what I love about it because you know Hollywood. Hollywood, you can't really bank your car payment or your house rent or your kids' education on a on a on a television or a film gig, you know. Because mm-hmm. you know just because it premieres or somebody said you've been picked up for a show, that doesn't mean it's going to stay on the air. That's the fear of Hollywood because there are no uh-huh. guarantees. And the fact that you've been on a show that was that four years roughly, and then all of a sudden you get canceled. Walk me through that steps of it being canceled and then it being picked up. Talk about that. Okay. Well, well, see, I really think it was a, like I said, it was a business decision. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got, uh, there's people online and people you know all over the place who want to say it was a political decision. I think it was a business decision on ABC's part mm-hmm. in terms of the show being a Fox 
you know, Fox Network, I mean, Fox Studios show and on ABC. On ABC. Mm-hmm. And so they want, you know, it, it streamlines your money in this very, very, very tough television age mm-hmm. where there's mm-hmm. so much content out there mm-hmm. and there's so much other things for people to watch and people to see and people to do. They needed to, they needed to, you know, like you said, like I said, streamline their uh you know their money. You right. know who mm-hmm. who makes it and where it goes and how it comes from. You know you get a double dip if you it's an ABC Studios show on ABC Network as opposed to having to take money out as it goes along. Right. I think it was a business decision, and I was like, I was devastated personally right. about it. Right. Did and you see it coming? Did you see it happening? Or you heard rumors it might not get picked up on it by no. ABC? No, but I always suspect that it will. Do you know what I mean? If you've ever been on television, or if you've ever been oh, on, uh, do it. You know, do it. I'm a that sitcom kind of writer. I'm a sitcom right writer. On. I know that. You yeah. know, it's already a rough business because as a writer, you know, they bring us on board in June and we wrap in February. So you have to right. fend for yourself between between uh, March to, <laughs> to, to May. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right, right. Get with so, it, brother, because uh, you don't have a job. And so it's, right. it's always interesting. But to see that, that this is a show it's with stars, prominent stars all over it. And mm-hmm. they get canceled. And then... What was one to do? What do I do next? I'm just trying to get people to understand that world that you're in because everybody wants to be an actor. Everybody wants to come to Hollywood. Absolutely. Everybody wants to say, "Hey, I, I'm the next big thing." You know, mm-hmm. you're an actor. We're gonna talk about later about your your flourishing voiceover because I really think that's the next level that everybody thinks they can do just because they sound mm-hmm. good. And that's not true. So, right, 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 so, right. so you so you already got some multiple streams of incomes out there working for yourself, but this really is one of your dominant income lanes here. Mm-hmm. Being on Last Man Standing, talk to us yes. about it being canceled. What did how did you react to it, and what were your steps? Here's the thing, I my wife and I had been through this before with um, being. Uh, I was in the first season of Bones, and mm-hmm. Bones, you know, as you know, went on for nine seasons. Mm-hmm. I was not expected to me that they would you know, get rid of my character and change it to somebody else. Right. But we've been through all this before. I was mm-hmm. in American Dreams, Henry Walker on American Dreams, and that was canceled, whatever. So at this point, when we got Last Man Standing, and it all started, uh, you know, really working out for us, we made it, you know, our decision to, like, you know how most people need to have, like, you know, I don't know, what, what, what do you tell people how much savings they should have. Right. Like how much, like months. how long six of months. a savings should they should have. Six months. I say six months. Six months. Mm-hmm. My wife and I say we need to have a year and a half <laughs> or two. Very smart. Very smart. Very smart. Because this, because my business is not about, you know, everything being consistent. It's really, it's, it's feast or famine. And so what we needed, you know, we need to store in case of famine. Right. All the time, and that's right. how we feel about this business. So um, that's what we did. I mean, we were. Well, let, we let, me, were let me explain to people why he goes to eighteen months. Because in Hollywood, you get paid in I like to say chunks of money. You yeah. Know? And so, so that chunks of money will can force you to elevate your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And 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 sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's bad because if that right. income goes away, then you stuck. Now, if yes. you're living a normal everyday life tied to a normal everyday check, then six months works for you. Exactly. But if you if you have been married to that chunks of lifestyle living, then you better kick out 18 months because so many reasons why you might not work 
again in Hollywood for a long period of time, it's tied to well, they've seen you on this series. They feel yeah. they might typecast you. They might because age discrimination. They might not That's be right. looking for an African American male here. They might want a more oh, yeah, general Lord. character. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of things that you have to really, really start wrapping your head around when you start making these these purchases, start making these decisions to move forward. I know that because I did many sitcoms as a writer, many sitcoms as a producer, and mm-hmm. I also did a lot of casting. And all that right. comes into play in those decision makings, correct? Exactly, man. You get, uh, you get. For me, I personally, I mean, I get burned once, and that's it. You know, I mean, you ain't gonna right. burn me again. Right. And that's, how, <laughs> I mean, that's how it worked with the first series I was on. Right. And then after that, I was like, no, we need to have a certain amount of money, and we need to have a certain number of investments and a certain amount, you know, going forward, so that. You know, I can, we can live. Absolutely. And we, Absolutely. You set a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And you want to maintain it. <laughs> and, you, and you maintain it. But yeah. here's the thing, though. With with my work. Hold that like, thought. Hold that thought. Go ahead. Jonathan, because I want to bring you back. I'm on the phone with Chuck Larrabee. He, he plays the character Chuck Larrabee of the long-standing comedy, Last Man Standing. Be right back. More money-making conversation. Hi, this is Rashawn Mack. This is Rashawn Mack. I just left that is out. You know, I can't talk like that with Jonathan on the phone. He's a voiceover expert. So welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host. Uh, you can hear me live in Atlanta, Georgia, every Monday on Biz 1180. And also can be heard on iHeartRadio podcast, Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices and, Voices, and on Sirius XM Channel 142, which is on all HBCU campus. And I always tell people, if you have Alexa, just enable Money Making Conversation, and I'll start delivering the good news about being successful in the world of entertainment and entrepreneurship. My guest who's on the phone is a renowned actor, best known for his role as neighbor Chuck Larrabee on the long-running comedy Last Man Standing. Let me share some good news about Last Man Standing. It got was canceled on ABC after six seasons. It was canceled. Stars, I'm going to call him my good friend now, you know, good friend Tim Allen. Let me just upgrade my relationship with him. It debated uh, on Fox Friday, this Friday night, its seventh season. Averaged 1.8 rating in adults, 18 to 49, and 8 million viewers airing at that 8 p.m. time slot. By comparison, the season six premiere on ABC drew a 1.1 rating and 6 million viewers, while, they season, while that season as a whole averaged only a 1.2 rating and a 6.4 million viewers. In fact, the last time the show drew over 8 million viewers was back in its fourth season. That's when he officially came on board, being the person on the end of the phone, Mr. Jonathan. And the last time he, the show drew a 1.8 rating or better was in season two. It was also Fox's most watched comedy on any night in nearly seven years, excluding NFL nights, and was by far the top-rated show of all Friday nights. Please welcome back to the show, Jonathan Adams. Hello. I, I had to lay you back out there, Jonathan. You know, I I, I had to let everybody know you're not chopped liver, brother. You're not God, chopped hey, liver. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, one thing that, you know, my producer answered the phone. He said, wow, that guy has a smooth voice. <laughs> Obviously, Thank God you. gave you that voice. He gave Rashawn his voice, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the voice. How do you keep your voice in shape, first of all? Or do you do anything to sound the way you sound? Um, actually, no. And, but here's the thing, though. I, <laughs> Shut I, up. I, you know, I, I hate you even more. <laughs> no, dude, dude. No, here's the thing. I stopped smoking and drinking, so I don't know if that, <laughs> that helped years ago. Right. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I, I, you know, it's just, I, I mean, I don't know. 
people are born with what you know people mm-hmm. get what they get you right. know mm-hmm. get what you get don't get upset and then no. deal with it right <laughs> but you but here's the thing about it you're in a voiceover business correct you're, yeah, you're, yeah you're yeah, very yeah, good at it so as an entertainer a business manager representing talent all my life people are always coming up to me talking about they want to be in the voiceover business i get two things coming to me somebody wants to be in the music business or they want to act or they want to do voiceover Mm-hmm. Is there a plan or there is there a way that a person can break into the business as a voiceover artist? You got to keep working at it. It really is one of those places of um especially voiceover, they mm-hmm. that people people end up hiring who they like and who they worked with before and voices they know. Mm-hmm. And it it's a very difficult business to break into and it's one of those things where you have to keep plugging at it you can't stop because what you ha- I mean if you they i spent you know me you I mean you you heard my voice i spent six months a year just auditioning no maybe even longer than that maybe mm-hmm. like a year and a half before i got anything of any substance mm-hmm. you know what i mean and uh it, it you you have to keep keep working at it and I would also even suggest taking a few workshops because it's not really necessarily about um, uh, the, uh, the, the 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 education that you're going right. to get from the workshop. Right. It's sometimes it's about the connections you're going to get from the people at the workshop. Right. Oh, I was in a workshop with so and so. I was in a workshop with whatever, and blah 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 blah. And um, I remember you from this, that, and the other thing, and it become you become part of the community, which is really what you need to be. Right. So let me ask you this: Do you have an agent? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. I have okay. an agent. I have a voiceover agent, uh, and my voiceover and commercial agent, and I have a manager for uh, theatrical and and everything else. Okay. So just going through, the, stick with the track about a bit voiceover, because like I said, it, it always gets asked to me, and you know. I'm a guy who has produced talent, voiceover. I don't know where to send you. What, like you, you gave some preliminary tests. That first of all, it's not going to happen overnight. And like you said, look at the quality of my. Listen to the quality of my voice. It wasn't like I, I just walked in the room and just they signed me up. It's right. tied to relationships and also position yourself where people can recommend you. Correct. Yes. Exactly. You got it exactly right. And so that's that's what you got to do. And you can't. And you and. <laughs> It's very frustrating. <laughs> it's, it is. It's a frustrating business. You, mm-hmm. you spend a lot of time going, "Oh man, I'm just this is never going to work." Or, or, mm-hmm. or you sent me out on that. Right. I don't know. Right. And I have a, um, I have a a booth in my house now, basically, where I not I don't work from it, but I do have uh, I do all of my auditions from that booth. Mm-hmm. So uh, if someone, I'll get a script from my agent, and I'll, I'll, you know, read it to my, do it on, do it in the booth in my house, and then send it out uh, via MP3 to my, back to my agent, and they take it, they send it to the client. Let me so. ask you this, John, because this is a very serious uh, question here, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm connected, as you know, very yeah, connected. All right, brother. Yeah, and well. so, how would I want in um, our opportunities for some uh, military-type commercial promotions around the country. How would I get you to not only just maybe not even just audition, but just uh, read copies so I can present it to them? 
um, you would call my agent, okay. which you or you, you could even call, start with my publicist, which which you guys have. And okay, cool. They'll get in touch with you, and I'll, okay. I'll do it. This is what we're gonna do today. You'll be hearing from Rashawn McDonald today. <laughs> my, this, this is how it works on money making conversation. See, you call for an interview. You call for you. You about to hear some ching ching in your life now because of Rashawn McDonald. But but like but like I said, you know the thing about it. But that's how opportunities come your way. That's what I'm saying, and that's what people need to understand. It's not ever yeah. planned. It's never. It's never. You, but you got to be ready. Like you said, you have a booth in your house. That's what. Maybe I heard that. That means right. that you're making a job out of this. Right. You know? Absolutely. So yeah. if you if you didn't say that, then I don't I don't go to this next conversation about hey, if I send you some copy, can you cut something for me so we can I can let some people hear it and. Yeah, and recommend absolutely. you for this. So, what, what 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 presented that idea? What what made you invest in yourself like that to put a booth in a? They call it looping. You can loop things in your house, right. in a soundproof room. Talk about right. that. Let people hear how you have to invest in your career for opportunities that you may not even see coming. Right, right, right. Well, you know, I. You said it exactly correctly. <laughs> you know, you have to. You present yourself. Uh, you 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 put yourself out there for opportunities. You're not. You're not sure you're going to happen. But I had actually been working as a voiceover actor uh, a great deal, and um, I my I moved out to. I moved like out of town a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 45 minutes from downtown where I live right now, and so it gets really hard to get to my agent's office. And I thought. You know what? Since I moved out here, I need to have uh, the ability to to send stuff in via MP3 and not have to to schlep all the way down to uh, down to Hollywood to um, to get my uh, to get my auditions in. Right. And right. Um, just you know, they send me stuff and it and it, and it works. And you, but you do have to invest in a good microphone and a good setup and right. some places where and find a place that's quiet in your house and make sure that that place stays quiet and then soundproof and blah, 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 blah. So, uh, yeah, it became a necessity for me because of, first first of all, because of my location. Right, right. But also it's a business move. But before we go, uh, I want to talk about a balanced life. You're you're a native of Pittsburgh, you're happy married, you have two beautiful daughters. How have you been able to balance all that out over the years? You know, because like I said, there have been peaks and valleys and there's a lot of uncertainty. And, mm-hmm. and you still have a, you're happily married, and you have two beautiful daughters. How have yeah. you been able to balance that? I've been married for 25 years, and, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I was going to say blame, but I really, you know, like my wife is the one who really helps me out there. She'll, she'll, you know, she'll get me there. She'll get me going. She'll get me understanding that we, you know, we need to take a vacation, or we need to do this, or we need to do that. And you know, I just say yes, dear, mm-hmm. because she's almost ninety percent right. So you know, it's uh, it's I, you know, I, it's all about her, and I really try and keep that um, keep that relationship going. You know, twenty five years is a long time, especially in Hollywood. That's like. That's like seventy-five years in the rest years, of the world. You know, <laughs> I, I, would just, I, I, want, I want to say I want to follow up on that because uh, Hollywood, unlike any other business, is driven on fear. Mm-hmm. Because you know, you just never know when you might miss. It, it kind of holds you hostage because yeah. you leave town, you you fear you might miss an audition. 
right. you know, uh, relationship or being somewhere. So you're always on that little rabbit, that little rabbit trail, that little rabbit trail for opportunities. Mm-hmm. And uh, leading that back, and I, and I, I did that. And I, I'm willing to tell anybody I did that far mm-hmm. too long. But a lot of success came my way. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. I also know that I could have done it differently. I could, I could have done it differently. I could have slowed down. I could have, I could have believed in myself a lot more in the in the mm-hmm. in the places that I put in place a lot more. And I congratulate you, my friend. Uh, I hope that uh, you be, will be hearing from my uh, my representatives about that. I was very sincere about that audition opportunity because sure. I I am that type of person that have opportunities for people of of certain talents, and right. I've created money making conversations to bring to the world your type of talents and your and respectfully saying to you, keep winning, my friend. Keep doing uh-huh. the things that you're doing, Jonathan. Thank you, brother. God bless you, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great. They sound great, too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.